If I asked you to define trauma, what would you say? It's not a question with an easy answer. For one thing, trauma is a lot of different things to different people. Some may repress or others may have like leaned into the feelings of it heavily and they feel like they're experiencing it constantly on a day-to-day basis and it's always factoring into their lives. So one's own interpretation of trauma and how they've reacted or responded to it may change what they think of as being trauma. For another thing, the question of what is trauma also feels huge and gigantic, doesn't it? It's almost too big. Like it's unanswerable, basically, I would say. And sometimes I wonder why it's so unanswerable. Like, yes, obviously there's what I said beforehand, which is like, we're all unique people with unique experiences, which is why the answer to what is trauma will vary between us. Meaning like there's not one answer. It's just like subjective. Um, It depends on the person. But sometimes I wonder too, if the bigness and openness of what is trauma like the question of what is trauma the unending possibility of answers the vagueness of like the whole concept of trauma is that part of what makes our conception of trauma so bad i mean if you think about it before we've talked in episodes about how naming our emotions and naming things in general and labeling stuff makes things less scary and when we can't name something that thing inherently feels kind of scary. If you are lying in your bed in the dark and you see something <laughs> that's there you and you don't know what it is, it's going to be scary until you realize, oh, wait, that's literally my desk chair. You know what I mean? Um, and it just, it just makes things feel worse when you can't label stuff. Um, you know, like, so if you're anxious or depressed and you can't label that that's what it is, it just makes it even more like overwhelmingly bad. And it feels like our relationship with trauma is similar. Just trauma, like think about it. Like just think when you hear trauma, like I feel like I just recoil, like, and I don't know why, but like there's just something about it that makes me feel like there is something overwhelmingly bad about that word. Um, And today we're going to talk about that word and we're going to unpack it and we're going to try to demystify and simplify it for ourselves. Welcome back to Depressed Girl's Guide to Life, your average mental health podcast by an average girl in progress. I'm on this journey as well. I'm struggling. You're struggling. That's part of it. But you're not alone. And I may not have all the answers, but I do get it. So hopefully some of what I say in this episode will be relatable as you navigate your mental health as well. And today we are talking about trauma and how that sort of manifests in our lives, what it looks like, what it is even, because I feel like if you ask someone to like tell you what trauma is, like nobody will actually, no, first of all, none of the answers will be the same. And second of all, like nobody has like, really like a good definition for what it is. So yeah, the definition, even that feels like a little too large. I think back to my first introduction to hearing about trauma and I feel like it was when I heard about like veterans or like soldiers in war and you think about like PTSD. Okay, actually, you know what? It was like, okay, did you guys, did you watch Homeland? Homeland. Homeland because I think he, that guy had PTSD, right? Yeah. So like that guy, that was like my first introduction to it. 
And like that guy had like flashbacks and like physical reactions to it. And like PTSD, when I saw it on TV, it was like super intense. And it looked like like it was a serious illness. And like it like it was it looked like really awful and bad. And like while it is for like so many people who deal with it, especially like veterans, that's not also necessarily what trauma looks like for all of us. Um, you know, I thought like my trauma was going to manifest in a way that was as big and as serious as this, where I would be, you know, hearing sounds and jumping up and having flashbacks and nightmares constantly. And I mean, that's literally what I thought of when I thought of trauma and when I thought of PTSD. And I saw it as a standard definition of what trauma was. And I thought that that's literally just how it manifested in everyone. Okay, now this is going to sound kind of crazy, but stay with me because I'm going to redefine trauma and hopefully simplify things. Or maybe I'll make it more complicated. I don't know. Okay, it's fine. We're going to we're going to try. I'm going to simplify it. I might make it more complicated along the way, but at the end it'll be more simple probably, I promise. Okay, so here's my theory when it comes to trauma. For me, for me. I'm going to talk about my own experience because I think it'll be helpful to then like apply that to stuff later. Okay. Anyway, for me, trauma, a lot of trauma is just like living day to day. And I know that sounds really cynical. And I said, I'd stop being cynical in like the last episode or whatever, but I'm actually being serious (laughs) right now. So especially when you're depressed, I think a lot of life is just sort of attempting to exist and go with the flow and adapt to your circumstances, which can be kind of like traumatic, like correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the amount of energy used to expand, expand, expend, expend going into life, expand going into life, whatever, going into life as a depressed person can be kind of traumatic and you can just feel like a lot is happening all the time. Um, And maybe this is part of why I feel like the concept of trauma feels so big, at least to me. Because if I define it as simply going through the motions as a depressed person and doing life and growing old, then yeah, like the definition is too big. But here's the thing, like not all trauma, when I say trauma in the sense of like trauma is just living, not all trauma is bad in the traditional sense. And I feel like I might have lost you, but this is this is like what I've realized. I feel like, yeah, it, it got complicated. I told you it would get complicated and then it's going to get simple, Okay. When you're out here in life and things are coming at you 100 miles an hour and everything is unexpected and scary, that and that's like how you see life, it's going to be traumatic for you. And I'm saying this, depressed people, listen to me. <laughs> when, when that's how you view life as like shitty and all of that, well, first of all, that's probably like a defense response to other trauma that you've dealt with, but you're still sort of re-traumatizing yourself, if that makes sense, because you're just seeing everything is shitty and then going out into the world. And then because of that, everything is shitty and like all of that. So because this is how I saw life for so long and just like unexpected and fucked up and like too much. Um, everything felt like trauma or re-traumatization kind of, but like, see, it got really big. I literally was the one who said the definition of trauma is too big. So let me make it smaller. I'm going to be specific now. Trauma is just a pattern of thinking. It's a rut. It could be a reaction, but it's something that we get stuck in, whatever that might be. 
Could it be like PTSD and soldiers and having flashbacks and nightmares? Yes, absolutely. It could manifest like that. That's a pattern and that's them reacting in a routine-like way because they're protecting themselves from something scary. Is it always like that for the rest of us? No, not necessarily, but we're still in some sort of pattern. And similarly, we do it because we're protecting ourselves from something scary. So to boil it down, we have an extra scary sort of life-defining event. And this is scarier than usual life. This is like what I mean by like life is trauma, but if you've just been traumatized beforehand, life is trauma because you're just reacting constantly to the fact that whatever, you know what I mean? Or do you? <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, okay. So we have an extra scary life-defining event that's just, it, it, it shakes us to our core, right? And we slip into a pattern of behavior to protect ourselves. And then we support this pattern by repeating it over and over again. And this, my friends, is a trauma reaction. Okay, now that I spelled it out, does it still seem that bad? Yeah, it does. It still seems pretty bad. So let me, like, cite an example because I got a bunch. <laughs> I got so many trauma examples. Um, but the one I want to share, um, because I feel like it's, okay, the one I want to share is, like, less obviously a traumatic encounter. Like, it's not, like something violent it's not like sexual assault it's more like a bullying incident which and like bullying definitely counts as trauma um no matter how it manifests like bullying very much leads to trauma patterns uh, whether it's in childhood or otherwise mine happened in adulthood so you know however that manifests might have been different don't know um but this is what i mean by like you didn't have to get you, you know, you didn't have to get drafted by the military and served and all of this stuff to know trauma. Um, for me, it was sort of this, like, when I was in it, it seemed like a very innocuous bullying event. But then I realized how these patterns manifested in my life and made my life a lot harder and made my relationships with people really different. Okay, so here's the story. I was pretty young and I had just graduated from college and I was afraid of being a young adult on my own and I really needed like friends and I felt like, you know, like I didn't want to live with my parents anymore. All of my, everyone else around me was moving in to these like cool apartments in New York with like their friends from college and whatever. And I wasn't happening for me. I felt like really stuck and, um, I really, I needed friends. I wanted to feel like an adult. I just felt like such a loser and I was like super sad and depressed, which what else is new? Um, and I moved in with these people for one year and they both happened to be white. And just as an FYI, I am not white. And that's like a whole other thing that being depressed and brown is like a whole other category of thing I need to talk about at some point. And also like drinking game, take a drink every time I say I'm going to talk about something else in another episode <laughs> because I do it so much. Um, yeah, no. So these people happen to be white and this is nothing like, you know, specifically against white people. It was just, that was the dynamic. I was the one sort of minority living in that living situation. And I lived with them for... Um, a year and for that one year I don't even think I really realized it in the moment but I was the subject of a lot of like jokes 
and microaggressions and like basically subtle racism and like race like you know like race stuff and I sort of I wanted friends and I sort of was like I didn't I literally just played along with the joke honestly while I was living with them because I was kind of like yeah whatever like I need somewhere to live (laughs) like it's it's fine um yeah and like I mean okay race stuff aside this was definitely bullying um and I sort of like got ganged up on in a weird form of like group thing and like I said for so long I was like okay with it because I just wanted friends which is like that's a whole other topic like when you're young and you just want to fit in it's so easy to go along go along with anything and people will just like treat you like garbage and get away with it like if you want a boyfriend or friends or whatever like sadly as an insecure person like I was there I used to be like an insecure young adult and child and all of that stuff um and you just want connection with people I was fine with people treating me however because um I just wanted like some form of connection or I, I needed a roommate situation or I needed something so I just went along with it in this situation um and in the moment I literally didn't think it would manifest into trauma or a traumatic reaction that I had And only years later did I realize that I had this pattern of thinking within me where I was around people, like honestly any people, but like, you know, definitely white people because that's what happened to be the case here. This was like a racial incident specifically. And I just sort of had this weird assumption that everyone saw me as like inferior. Like, mind you, this living situation was only for a year It was only a year and it was so, it just, it sat in me because it was just such a like painful thing that I don't even think, again, I just, I didn't, I don't think I really realized it, but where I was just like sort of like being bullied and put down a lot. Um, And, you know, like, again, it was, like, as a joke. So, like, I didn't even feel like I could validate my own feelings of, like, well, they're kidding. They're my friends. Like, they wouldn't be mean to me. Um, That it, it ended up actually affecting my thinking, which is crazy. Because that's the other shitty thing about trauma. You can't control any of what happens to you. Like you, I, I didn't know these people would suck. Like I had no idea. I need, I needed to live somewhere and I needed roommates. I needed to split extremely expensive New York rent. Like I wasn't signing up for a year of trauma that would like affect me down the road. I had no idea. I just thought it was like going to be like a fine living experience. And even when, you know, like even when I felt like I was being sort of like bullied or ganged up on, I was never like, this is going to affect me so much down the road. I, ne- I never, I never thought that it would affect my patterns of thinking or like my own perception of myself, like my own self-worth of like, oh, these people made me feel like shit and a loser for so long, for so long. It was a year. These people made me feel like shit for one year. And it's now made me different in my dynamics with all other people, people who had nothing to do with the situation. I now have a sense of distrust. So I would always sort of guard myself off and close myself off to other people 
and assume that they thought the worst of me or they were going to make fun of me or make me the punchline of some sort of joke. And this is where it all sort of comes together because my pattern of thinking and then maybe acting cold or closed off was me reacting to the trauma that I had experienced like years ago. But the issue is that none of these people had ever actually hurt me. None of the people I was interacting with now had done a single thing to me for me to act so closed off or act so cold to them. I was just reacting to a past thing and assuming it would happen again. And my scared internal self and my like, you know, automatic reaction because I know the pain that I've been through would get defensive. And this is sort of where I'm going to talk about again, how like labeling emotions is really important because, and I didn't realize this pattern of behavior was happening for so long. It took me like time. Honestly, it may have taken me this episode for me to realize it because I was like, huh, what trauma have I been through? And what, like, how has it manifested? Um, And this was like sort of an example. I was kind of like, oh, why don't, you know, like, why, why am I so like untrusting of people? And I mean, that is loaded because there's many reasons, but from a friendship standpoint, I'm like, why am I so untrusting of people? Because I mean, obviously I've good, I've had good and bad friendships, but as an adult, I've mostly had good friendships. And this has been the only like truly bad encounter of my adulthood. Um, and I think it took me like a second to unpack this and realize how it was affecting me and how I was bringing that old stuff into current day relationships. Um, so anyway, yeah, label emotions, it's really important um, because, you know, like now realizing it, I could realize that this was a pattern and I could cut it off and sort of go into my head and be like, wait, wait a second. Why are we assuming the worst of this person that we don't even know? Why are you assuming that they're going to make fun of you? And even if someone like were to make fun of me in a lighthearted way, um, or like make a joke or like think, you know, like you know, whatever. Sometimes like your friends like make jokes about you and like vice versa in like a non-malicious way, not about like, you know, like you're such a like ugly face demon, you know, like no, they're like they're people are, are, you know, like people make playful jokes, totally fine. Um, But that was something where I had to sort of like keep my emotions cool and not let it affect me because it triggered a trauma emotion in me where I'm like, this person disrespects me and this person is is making fun of you know like my my like you know certain things that these the people the you know awful people I lived with did where like they would make fun of my last name or they would make fun of like certain things um about like my culture or my background um and it, I needed to not go to that place and the bottom line is that people don't know you or what you've gone through only you know what you've gone through and you are sort of, you know, like all the trauma, all that stuff that you've been through, like it's validated and you like, like obviously like the fact that you went through that is so not okay, but it's then our responsibility for not bringing the past trauma and patterns to our future relationships and calling it out when it comes up. And that's basically it. I really do hope that like some of what I've said has demystified trauma because I genuinely do think that we talk about it in a really, 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 really broad way 
and it confuses like people with trauma of all levels if that makes sense like big trauma small trauma mid trauma like however trauma manifests I feel like the way we talk about it is just really really broad um and also we might have like a vision in our mind of it like the way I thought it was like PTSD um like traditional PTSD that you see on TV um like that's not always how it's going to manifest but that doesn't mean you don't have trauma is basically what I'm saying um and really to boil it down because like I just want to like make this super clear trauma is you reacting in a in a patterned way so it's chronic well, okay, hang on. Trauma itself is like the event, right? Trauma is the event. Trauma is like the shitty thing. And again, you might not know what's happening, which sucks. And, or you might know what's happening. Like some, you know, like, you know, death or something like that. Something like truly bad where you're like, oh God. Um, but honestly, most of the time, I feel like we don't know trauma's happening, which is scurry. That's scary as hell. Um, so you might not know what's happening, but it's then a way in which you the reaction the post is basically a way in which you are then reacting to an old past event because you are trying to protect yourself and defend yourself it's actually honestly like when you think about it it's kind of like sweet you're like oh i'm trying to like protect myself from like getting hurt again and it's like totally but also you hopefully that's never that doesn't happen to you again and sort of seeing you protecting yourself constantly from it happening again isn't going to make it not happen again is basically the point of this um but yes the way that you react is the to the trauma is sort of the biggest the main issue here it's the pattern of behavior after that is basically you sort of enacting out your brain goes into like I need into protection mode and that's where um that's where like most of your issues like come from when it comes to like the fact that trauma stays with you um so yeah it's really about calling out the patterns I feel like patterns of behavior are something we talk about a lot um and this is like a big a big point of that so yeah me sort of you know, closing myself off when I talk to people because I assume any new person I talk to is going to assume that I, or that I'm going to get made fun of, or like someone's going to assume I'm inferior. Um, that's a trauma reaction. Um, so yeah, looking out for that stuff, calling it out in your brain and being like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to be different. I'm going to do something different. Okay, amazing. Today we demystified trauma, so check the box for us. Um, but yes, um, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, it was honestly like, yeah, it's it's it. These are big topics, and I like take a second to need to like write this stuff because I'm talking about very sort of, you know these aren't tangible things. These are very like, you know, these are concepts that are like high in the sky. And so it takes me a second to think about them and talk about them in a way that makes sense. But yes, I appreciate you for listening. Um, and do share the podcast with your people 
and follow me on TikTok and Instagram now, and we will see you in the next one. Thank you.